It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Can I give a quick mention to a coffee morning that's happening tomorrow at the Aurora in Mallow, the furniture shop. It's for World Mental Health Day. They have a special coffee morning from 11am to 1pm at the shop on St. Joseph's Road. And then people are invited to pop in for a cuppa and a chat. They're doing amazing work at Aurora in Mallow. Delighted to say Peter Dowdell joins me live in the studio. He was in the area and he popped in. Good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. I'm just trying to to work out is that good for your carbon footprint or not that you're here and not over the phone. Carbon tax, you've been listening to us this morning. I was listening to you and uh, everybody in the country is obviously talking about it. And uh, I put up a Facebook post the other day on the Irish Gardener about this because everyone knew it was coming, obviously. And I'm fuming. I'm fuming about this whole thing. And people listening might be saying, but you're an environmentalist, etc. Why are you fuming? I'm fuming because it just shows the absolute lack of understanding in Leinster House across all parties to what's facing us as a problem. You can't tax your way out of this problem. Mm -hmm. And and this Egypt, Richard Bruton and uh, Pascal Donoghue saying that, you know, it's not, a, it's not supposed to be a punitive tax. All tax is punitive. It's not supposed to be a punitive tax. It's supposed to change our way of thinking. Well, if they're so concerned about changing our way of thinking, why haven't they shown any uh, investment in this budget in the green economy, in developing electric cars, in planting trees, in anything that might actually help with the problem. They say, though, that the €90 million euro raised will go, they'll ring-fence it. But as somebody's pointed out to me, I've just lost the text there, somebody said, yeah, and they promised that the local property tax was going yeah. to be ring-fenced as well. Yeah. People just don't trust them. Of course we don't trust them. And you know full well, we all know full well, it won't be ring-fenced. And even if it is ring-fenced, for when? For develop, for, for investing when? Like, we need we need action now. Yeah. We don't need to put two cents on a litre of petrol now, which is, nobody's going to stop driving their car because of two cents a litre, let's be honest. So everyone's going to keep driving cars. The government are going to make more money. And they're going to turn people off the environmental issue, which is an issue that affects everybody. We are going to be under pressure with the air that we breathe and the water that we drink in the relatively short-term future. And the government is doing nothing. It's kind of like they're sitting there in Leinster House and saying, well, we're going to scold these bold children because they voted green in the last election. Now let's see if they're willing to pay for it. They are just so small-minded and it is just... Am I in favour of carbon tax? Absolutely not. And a no. cash grab is how, how a lot of people are well said straight away has come in by somebody on text. OK, let me get straight into questions uh, for Peter, including a listener who sent on a photograph which I showed Peter as he entered the studio saying, Hi Patricia, I came across this in my neighbour's garden. How do you how do you care for it and what height will it go, grow to? That's from Tess. And it looks lovely. It's orangey ready. 
Isn't it a fabulous looking plant? Gorgeous. It's really fantastic looking. Mind you, don't be, uh, don't be inclined to touch it. Because okay. if you put your hand in there, you, it'll be no problem putting your hand in. But when you try and take your hand out, there's barbs on the side of the leaf. It'll Whoa. cut your hand. Do be careful. It's a thing called fascicularia, fascicularia bicolor. It's a mouthful of a name, more commonly referred to as monkey's bum. And I remember, <laughs> I'm sure I've told you this story years ago, uh, when I was working in Dunsand, when I had Dunsand Garden Centre and going back now a long time, maybe 15, 20 years ago, uh, and a lady lady came and asked me, she said, um, do you have any monkey's bum? Well, I looked at her a bit, a bit clearly, I'm afraid, because yeah. I had no idea what monkey's bum was. But anyway. And I can is, see why it's called You can now, bum, yeah. yeah. So anyway, to, to answer the question, how you care for it is leave well alone, because it seems to be thriving. The, the What you're seeing in the photograph there, I'm sure you'll put it up on your Facebook page, I'll we put will. it up on mine there so people can see it. It's the centre that's the flower, the red, le- the red around it isn't the flower, it's the leaves change to that red colour. It's, I'm guessing in nature, the fact that the leaves change is to draw attention to the pollinators, that the pollinators will come in uh, and, and, and feed in it. Um, it's not going to get big in terms of height. There's no height at all, really. A mature fasciculari would be certainly less than two feet. Uh, no, it can spread, the, the, the diameter can spread to a few feet, but it's quite easy to propagate. It's quite so easy. So it go it, out rather yeah, than Yeah, exactly. Up. It goes out rather than up. But just be careful if you're working with it. It, it will it'll cut, cut your hand. It'll cut that. Yeah. It looks gorgeous. It's full of the autumnal colours, which is just, it's looking gorgeous at the moment some of the roadsides yeah, the just, Cork Mallow Road is just oh, gorgeous it just takes my breath away yeah. every time I drive through it uh, Barry says hi Peter my or- ornamental crab trees have no apples and they don't look too healthy this year they're about five years old all other trees are fine what would you suggest I do says uh, Barry well, according to Pascal O'Donoghue, we should pay more carbon tax. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, I'll leave that one go now. I'll leave that one go. <laughs> but no, uh, very possibly what the problem is there is, I'm not being deliberately facetious, is the lack of pollinators, the lack of bees. These are the real, prob- real problems facing us. Um, it, you could try certainly pruning it, and we're coming into November next month, obviously, and that is the right time to prune a crab apple. So prune it in November. Um, question that I would have for the caller is did it flower because obviously if it didn't flower it'll never fruit so it's not the pollinators so if it didn't poll- if it didn't flower pruning it in November should help to promote more of these fruiting spurs which will flower first and then develop into fruits also come springtime next year March, April maybe give it a feed with something like sulphate of potash or a good organic tomato food I know Gouldings do a good organic tomato food or the nature safe liquid is another one something that's high in potassium and phosphorus to to help promote flower buds if it flowered and didn't develop fruits and it has in the past well then I would say yeah it probably is down to the, the, the scarcity of bees Wow uh, Veronica says Jas Peter should I prune new roses they were only planted this year You should prune them but I wouldn't be in a mad rush to prune them um, if the flowers are gone off you could trim them back certainly but I'm still as I was saying to you last week Trish I'm still enjoying the roses yeah, in my so garden they're so looking fabulous they're looking at their best in fact this, at the moment but anyway so as the flowers go you could certainly trim them back and you'll probably get more flowers if, the, if it stays mild uh, and I wouldn't give them their, their main prune their serious haircut if you like until kind of just about the end of February and they will respond well to pruning and when you're pruning them, prune them back quite hard, I would say even to within a foot of their life. Um, even a new one. Even a new, new one, one yeah. yeah. And what you're trying to do when you're pruning is you want to uh, prevent congested growth in the centre of the plant. So you want to prevent crossing branches. So always prune to a bud that's kind of pointing out from the centre. Oh, that's, uh, yeah. that, that's really all you need to worry about. Okay. Uh, Question for Peter. I've got tomatoes growing in pots uh, out in the garden. They're green. 
What can I do to uh, bring to him in? Them up? I would say at this stage because it is getting cold. Like there has been a few mornings now where it's been very cold, and if we get if we get a frost overnight, it'll just turn them to mush. So I would say bring them in and either make green tomato tomato chutney, isn't it? I've never had it because I don't like it, but um, uh, or just keep them in on your windowsill in the kitchen and put them next to a banana. That'll help them yeah, to ripen. Yeah, and it and it does. Uh, Tim says, could you ask Peter? Is it too late to plant grass seeds? The textbook answer, I would say no. It is okay. too, sorry. Yeah, it, yes, it is too late uh, because the best month to do it is either September or March when the temperatures are still warm enough. As we go into October, we become more and more at risk of frost. Which it, you know, if you put down grass seed today and we got a frost tonight, it would kill the grass seed. But more likely is your grass seed will germinate. We will get a frost uh, before it's old enough to manage itself. It won't kill the grass at that stage, but it will lead it to becoming yellow for the first few months and it won't germinate as well as possible. So the textbook answer is no. However, (laughs) on saying all that, if it was me, I would. If you've prepared the ground, if it's ready for grass seed, seed it. Worst case scenario, if we get a harsh winter, it will be a bit yellow next spring. It'll come on. And it isn't isn't very cold at the moment. Certainly not at the moment, no. No, it's really not. Uh, John, this is this from John. I just stuck a tree branch which had broken off in the wind with no root, just stuck it into the ground. Would you believe it started to grow? There's a leaf come on the top. How is that possible? Well, I would, of course, believe it because nature is, nature is amazing. Is great. It's magic. Yeah. Um, what's happened there is the food reserves in the stem have just opened the leaf, that which was going to happen anyway. So ah. the xylem and phloem, the xylem is still going up uh, into, into the, the leaf, so it's opening it. It hasn't, if he's just put it in and it's opened within 24 hours, that's what's happened. It hasn't magically mm. grown roots yet. However, if he did happen to, to if, if the base of that stem is happens to be at a node, which is a leaf bud, where a leaf bud meets the stem, then it, it's very possible it will develop buds. It'll grow. Yeah, it's mm. very possible. You'll, you'll or like, will develop roots. You'll so. have a little tree. Uh, Philip says, can, you see, can seeds from flowers be planted now in greenhouses or in a tunnel? For example, geraniums. It seems hard to get pink geranium seeds. Thanking you. Um, okay, there's two parts to that question, actually, because yes, they can. Uh, you can start them off in glass houses now. Uh, or you could wait till next spring. Certainly if you're starting them off now, keep them indoors until, I would say, next May or June, until all risk of frost has passed next year. But you could start them off indoors now. But the second part of that question is, um, sorry, I wouldn't do that for all my plants, but for geraniums, yes. But for okay. for the hard, the annuals and stuff, no. I, the, for the, the tender annuals, I would leave it till the spring, certainly, because you don't want them too far advanced too early. So leave them till the spring, but for your geraniums now. But the second part of the question, pink geraniums can be hard to get. If you're getting seeds, particularly if you've collected seed yourself from a pink geranium, that seed isn't guaranteed to come true to type. Yeah, Yeah. unfortunately. So if you want to be absolutely certain of getting pink geraniums, either take cuttings. uh, And when you when you propagate vegetatively like that, it's part of the parent plant. So it'll be pink, obviously. Uh, But if you want seeds, you would be better off to to buy pink geranium seeds. And are they hard to get? I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll go with her word on it. Yeah, okay. As Philip, his. Or his uh, hi, Peter. Looking for advice on roadside screen. I don't want the maintenance of a hedge. Could you recommend any trees non-shedding, preferably with horn beams? Be horn suitable? beams are gorgeous. Now that's a difficult question to answer when you like because. You want roadside screening, but without the maintenance of a hedge, which I understand. But trees will get tall, obviously. So depending on which tree you go for, hornbeams will get very tall, but they are a stunning native tree. They will shed. They are deciduous. They will drop their leaves. Um, You could 
you could, if you wanted something evergreen that doesn't shed, you could look like at a, a laurel or Portuguese laurel and just don't maintain it as a hedge. Or, you, you know, just let it do its normal thing and it'll develop into a small tree, either one. Or you could grow, you could get them where they already are grown as standards, which means there's a clear stem of a couple of metres and then you all the growth up on top. So they would be evergreen and, and therefore they don't shed or certainly not all in one go. Um, there are other evergreen options like holly and things like that, which you don't have to maintain as a hedge and they won't shed. Hornbeam as a tree, yes, it's beautiful, but it will get quite tall and it will drop its leaves. OK, and finally, can you plant hedging now? Yes, you, you can actually plant hedging at any time of the year if it's grown in pots or containers. You can grow 12 months of the year. But what we're doing, what we're, we're, part of the year we're coming into now is what we call the bare root season probably a bit early yet to get bare root plants. Bare root plants are plants that have been lifted in the nursery, they've been grown in a field, they haven't been grown in pots. They're lifted out of the ground, which can only be done when they're dormant, which is when the leaves are gone, so it's another few weeks Best yet. Best way for planting a hedge. It is, really. Yeah. So I would say from November to February, bare root hedging, all other times of the year, pot-grown hedging. Okay, are you busy? Up the walls. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks be to God. All yeah. right, long may that last yeah. you. Listen, it was a pleasure to have you in studio. Thank you for that. And Thanks, uh, we'll chat you again next week. That is uh, Peter Dowdle at theirishgardener.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Saving money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big.